Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Yield Today with Dallin Candlin, the show where we talk about self-care, business, and other topics that we feel like will help us become our best selves. Today, I'm talking about no, the word no, and how powerful it is and how amazing the word no is. Like, holy cow, you get told no, and all of a sudden you have to change things up. You need to have a backup plan. And lately, I've seen that as I had a job interview for a job I wanted and it didn't work out. And thankfully I had a backup plan. I'm going to be delivering pizza instead. But it made me think about the word no in different experiences I've had and times where I was told no and may not have been much appreciated in the moment. But looking back, I appreciate that no I got. So today I'm going to be talking about five no's that I've gotten in my life that led to better yeses. And I hope that it's inspirational and helpful for all of you. Just remember that being told no is not the end of the world. It's not the end of your journey. It can be the beginning, actually. So embrace the word no and learn. It means that you're trying. It means you're doing something. Number one is back in uh, summer 2019, actually, I was really excited because I had this internship interview and I had gone to a professor to get help so I could get this interview. I was really excited, got in there and the interview went pretty well. And the guy's like, yeah, the job's pretty much yours. Just no, you're going to be cold calling people. And we're still trying to like build up our user base. So you'd be helping with that. And I wasn't really super on board with what the company was doing. So calling people all day long for them as my internship didn't sound that great. I've done phone sales before and it's all right. But it wasn't what I wanted to do. And not only that, I also had this feeling inside that was like, Dallin, you shouldn't take this. And I was like, really? Okay. So I didn't take it. And literally two weeks later, I think I was walking home from church or something, ran into my friend Chad. He told me about how there was somebody at church who needed help with the potato farms and the potato company he was working at. And that's how I got my potato farm job where I was digging up potatoes in the hot summer of Driggs, Idaho, the hot sun. And that ultimately led to the beginning of this podcast. So obviously it was a yes or it was a no for me that led to a better yes. I got to have this amazing experience digging potatoes, weed whacking and watering dirt. We did <laughs> We did that one day. They just had us rearrange the dirt. Lots of good, wonderful, fun memories from that experience with Robert and Isaac and Chad. If I had taken that internship, I would have completely missed out on this opportunity. When I would have ran into Chad, I would have been like, oh, sorry, I'm doing an internship right now. The thing was Chad needed somebody who had a car and I was able to help with the car. Later, Isaac helped out with his car. But yeah, It was a no that led to a much better yes. Number two comes from high school when I didn't make the basketball team initially. It was a tough no to receive. I had gone to all the workouts. I'd been really diligent. I definitely put on some muscle, not a ton, but enough that I was like, wow, we're making real progress with this. And it was just brought up my confidence and everything a lot. And mentality wise, it was great. And then I didn't make the team and it was kind of like, huh? You know, I put in all this work and it's like doesn't lead to anything. And then my mom talked with me. It's like, you know what? You could still be the manager. And that was what they needed. And I ended up going to every game, every practice. It's still insane to think that. But I did every game, every practice. I was there. I was helping out. I was handing out towels. I was washing towels. I was 
helping out with waters. I was filming games. I was doing all that stuff. And I wouldn't have had that amazing experience if I had made the team. And there's a lot of other experiences that came from that too. Special moments that I really treasure like a lot <laughs> that helped me like, no, like this is something I can do. Like I had a cool experience. I think I've shared it earlier on the podcast where I was able to kind of comfort one of the players and kind of tell them like the coach has his eye on you, whether you know it or not, if you keep working hard, you're going to make varsity. Cause this player at the time was worried about that. He had one not so good game and he was worried about that. And I feel like in life, sometimes we do that to ourselves too. I know I do. I have a really bad test or something like, ah, oh, no, I'm never going to get this, that, and the other. It's like, no, you have potential. You've put in a ton of work to get to where you're at now. Just get back on defense. Just get back in the game. Don't let it phase you or rattle you up very much. Just get back in and keep going, man. That was that experience. And I'm so thankful for that because it really put me on a path to serving my team And it just taught me a lot about humility and kindness and ministering and just being a blessing in people's lives. I'll always be thankful for that. Although in the moment, it was difficult to receive that no. And the various no's I got while being the basketball manager, they all led to really good yeses as well. Number three comes from really recently, actually. Last Sunday, I think, I was going to, or two Sundays ago, I was going to play some Sellers of Catan with my friends, Tim and Sam and them. And I had the thought to grab a notebook to take some notes. And I was like, all right, I haven't won at Settlers of Catan a long time. I ended up keeping track of like, this is when I want to expand out to this place. This is when I want to get my second city. And I had it planned out and I was checking it off. It was going super good. And at the same time, I was like, I'm doing good, but there's no way I'm going to win. Right. And at one point I was like, you know what? I want to expand to that spot because then I'll get brick and I'll get this other resource and that will really help me out. And I found out, they told me like, sorry, Dallin, that is not going to work. The spacing is not enough. There's not enough space in between. I was devastated. I was so, I wasn't like upset, but I was just like, shoot, that was my shot. What I ended up doing was I milked my ports and basically in Catan, you have all these different resources and you turn them in for cities settlements and other things of that nature i had two ports and one of them i got at the beginning of the game and so i was able to trade in two of one resource for an- for one of any resource and normally it's four of one resource for any resource so i was basically cutting it in half and with one of the other ports i had it was three for one so i just basically milked those ports and i was able to get a ton of cities i ended up getting the the development card that gives you a victory point And then there was like two numbers. And if those two numbers got rolled, then I would get a city. And it took time to build that up. And that no was not a fun no to hear. But ultimately, I had to switch my strategy and I won the game. And it was amazing. It was hype. I was so hype about life for like an hour. No, that whole the rest of that day, dude, I was actually really hype about life. It was great. Number four was my plan to get to BYU-Idaho. So when I got back from my mission, I was really just excited to try out things in life. And I wanted to play basketball for a community college, right? I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's go for it. 
and I got all the way to registering for classes. So I had already met some people, had already done student orientation, feeling great about it. And then when I went to go sign up for classes, I got this sinking feeling, no, Dallin, you shouldn't do this. I was like, really? And then I, yeah, I just prayed about it and we ended up going for it. And one of my friends from the mission is like, hey, Dallin, I need a roommate for this upcoming semester. And I was like, well, I wasn't planning to be there that semester. Ended up going for it. It worked really well. My very first day, I met a lot of people here at school that helped me know that I'm definitely in the right place. And now I have I have two semesters after this one. And it's been quite a blessing. I've met some amazing, wonderful people. And I'm so thankful that I didn't wait to go to BYU-Idaho. That when I got that no and those things started falling into place, I was just willing to go for it. And I didn't let that one no close the door to a better yes. I think that's something that's easy to do. You say you're told no once and you think, oh, this is a no to my character, no to my sense of being. It's like, no, it's just a no to the opportunity as it is right now. Maybe in the future you could really shine in that role. But for now, no. (laughs) And that's okay. That's okay. That's one of the big things I learned doing door-to-door sales is that's completely okay to hear the word no because it just means they're not interested. You need to learn from them and see how you can help them. And some people obviously just don't want to talk to you. But it's interesting how many people will tell you yes later if you're consistent, if you're kind, if you just show up. And I've seen that over and over again in my life. The final story I wanted to share, and I really hope this episode has been helpful for you. This is just what's on my mind. We are going to get some interviews pumped out. I'm doing two in the next two days. I'm going to try to get ahead, schedule the whole shebang. It's going to come together. I've gotten up early every day this week, so that's been really fantastic. So it's coming together, guys, coming together. I really do appreciate the support. The final story comes from when I was going to try to become a seminary teacher for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Back in the fall 2019 semester, I took this class to learn how to teach seminary. And basically, the class was preparing you for a practicum where you would go to a high school and you would teach the students and have the opportunity to do that and potentially, you know, get paid to do it and work in it by the church education system and all that stuff, because like seminary back home, it's usually in the morning. Seminary on the West Coast is not. It's usually during school time and teachers are teachers and teachers get paid. So I was like, yeah, I love the scriptures and I love talking with youth and everything. So I was like, I'll go for it. And so I went to my practicum and it was interesting because I felt really strongly that I needed to do it that semester and not wait one, like, cause you can only do it once, right? You can only do the practicum once. You only get one shot at it and that's it. They don't want anybody coming back like, help me, help me. I want to retry it. No, yeah, one shot. And I was like, I felt really strongly I should do it that semester specifically. And now we know why, because of COVID. And I wouldn't have had the chance to do it. Who knows if I would have ever had the chance to do it. So I went for it. And first two days were kind of rough. The third day, before the third class, I asked the students how I could be better. And the third one just went so good, so awesome. I was so happy. And we still didn't get it. And that's completely fine. Because if I had been told yes 
for that. I would have had to say no to other things since then. I maybe I would have had to say no to going home and visiting family. Probably not. You know, there's just things I don't know. I would have probably had to say no to other stuff. And I I don't know. I maybe I wouldn't have been able to put as much time to the podcast. I don't really know. But I know that I put in my best effort that I could at the time and I tried and it didn't work out. That's completely fine because I can look back on that experience with fondness and be like, wow, I tried that. So if I ever run into anybody who's like, I'm going to try to be a seminary teacher, I can be like, hey, I tried that. And here's a couple of things that helped me. Ultimately, I didn't get it, but it helped me get to where I am now. And that's the truth. Even though I don't really know exactly what I'm doing or what I'm going to do, I am on the path. And the nose can help you get on the right path. And so just remember that sometimes no's come to you for a reason. And sometimes you do need to just prove to yourself that you can earn that thing. Just because somebody tells you no doesn't say you need to say no to yourself. You can always try another way or something. There's a lot of good stories about that. One really fast one is from the Book of Mormon. Really fast. Samuel the Lamanite. He's like a prophet talking about Christ, prophesying about Christ. He was kicked out of the city and he was really upset and he was going to go back home and never preach to those people again. But he kind of had this feeling like I should go back. And he kind of had the Lord speak to him in his heart, like, please go back, go back. And he was like, but they're not going to let me in the city. So he got on the wall and then he was able to talk to the people. And sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to get on the wall. You just got to go for it. I hope those stories were to some degree enlightening and helpful for you. We've had a good time with all these solo episodes, but we're going to be bringing the interview train back into the station. Lots and lots of interviews. Going to try to get a lot of feedback. Going to try to do a lot of good with it. So I hope you guys are excited. Probably going to still do these solo inter, uh, solo episodes on Thursdays, though. We'll just see. I'll probably roll out another Google form or something of that nature just to get your guys' feedback. I ran to a listener today, Sean. He's been a friend of mine for a couple years. I appreciate him. He's just telling me he listens to the podcast like, really? And he told me he enjoys it, and it was really awesome. So I appreciate you, Sean. You're awesome, dude. And with that all said, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and everything. Don't forget to yield today, and it will be a better tomorrow.